And welcome to the Summit Realty Group podcast. I'm Nick Williams with Blake Shrekheis. Hey. And today we have a special guest, Riley Bodyfeld. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. So uh, if you don't know Riley, if you're from Fairbanks, you probably do. Uh, she's probably my fiercest competition, but she's also uh, big in the social media aspect of things and, and kind of all over the place. And uh, we want to bring you in today and talk about GFBR. You got some uh, big news, personal and professional. Yeah. We'll put out whatever you want to put out. What's up? Well, first of all, just to clarify, GFBR, Greater Fairbanks Board of Realtors. Um, currently the president-elect taking my presidency in 2024. Also, Prego with my yeah, first kid. That's, it too. that's the personal news. Whoop, whoop. Uh, due in February, so a month after my presidency starts. But You got a lot going on next year. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to dish it all out there and we'll try to censor and edit out whatever you don't want. But it yeah. sounds like you're growing a family. Mm -hmm. So you got married about a year ago. Yeah, June of last that. year. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Uh, now you're pregnant. Yeah. You guys are looking to upscale your your house, your personal housing situation. Yeah, we're under contract uh, on a house right now. Congratulations. You guys are killing it in real estate. Uh, you're doing really good this year. And you've only been in real estate how many years now? Three years. Three years. And you're top 15 pretty consistently every year since. Uh, Try to be. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> and then uh, now you got the presidency and the baby on the way. Like, yeah. uh, 2024 is going to be a big year for you. Yeah, I um, can't do anything easy. I mean, if you look at the spelling of my name, that just off the bat. Three years now, I'm so pissy. Now, <laughs> R-Y-L-E-I-G-H? I-E-H, no ah, G. I was so close. No G. That's still the best I've ever done. I'm okay, gangster, I'm like, but there's no G. Yeah, yeah, no. Look at your contact every single time. Yeah. I just share my contact with everybody, so yeah. I'm like, let's just take the thought out of this. Yeah. For the record, I don't blame you. I blame your parents. Yeah. yeah. That's Oh, <laughs> trust me. I always say my mom never made anything easy on me. It started with my name. So, um, but I'm thankful for it. Yeah, we have a lot going on, but... I mean, I deal well under pressure, so why not just pack it all on, I right. guess? Do it all now, because yeah. after you get over through 2024, which everybody will, yep. 2025 is going to seem so much easier. Yeah, exactly. You I'm know? like, 2025 is going to be a breeze. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, um, when I first found out that I was pregnant, you know, everything mm -hmm. around me was like, my all of my commitments felt like they were super heavy. Uh, I was participating in the Alaska Realtor Leadership Academy uh -huh. this year, but now that's over. So I feel like a lot of that weight has lifted. It's a pretty intense program. Really great. Would recommend it to anybody that's interested in leadership, especially like in the real estate industry. But um, yeah, now I'm just super excited. I'm just taking the challenge head on at this point. That's awesome. So what, um, let's, let's dive back into just what we're talking about today. So uh, Greater Fairbanks Board of Realtors, what is it? The Greater Fairbanks Board of Realtors is the board of realtors that owns our MLS that we operate out of in Interior, Alaska. Uh, we service Fairbanks, North Pole, Valdez, Delta. Well, Valdez, if they want to be in here. Well, say it's kind of, yeah. they're, they're not quite anchored. They're definitely <laughs> but, not Fairbanks, but yeah. because they're kind of abandoned, we, 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 we're, we're welcoming them if they want. Yeah, exactly. Delta, Ninana, so we kind of have a wide range of things. Uh, and we are a membership of just over 300 members, all realtors, and every real, licensed real estate agent in the Fairbanks North Starboro is a part of GFBR because to be part of our MLS, you are required to be a realtor. So 
that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, I'm gonna slam the brakes. What is a realtor versus a real estate agent versus a real estate licensee versus a wholesaler versus like all these people that trade houses? So the main two that you mentioned, real estate agent versus a realtor, we don't really deal with this in Fairbanks, but like in Anchorage, you have the difference between are you working with a real estate agent or are you working with a realtor? And every licensee in any state, yeah, if you have a- the first thing, like we're licensees, right? Yep. We, we, we are a licensed professional exercising a certified occupation. Exactly, we are licensed professionals in the real estate industry. If you take that one level up, then you can be a realtor also. Not everybody that's licensed in real estate is a realtor. Right. And if you're a realtor, that means you subscribe to the Realtor Code of Ethics, you're a part of a bigger association, which is the National Association of Realtors, and you are basically high, holding yourself to a higher standard mm -hmm. in this industry. So we don't have any non-realtor real estate agents? You can't? Nope, you want can't. to be a member of GFBR? Well, no, but yeah, that's the whole point. But there's none here? Mm -mm. Huh, that's true. Well, well, so well it's not true. That, that's not true. They're not part of our MLS. On, not on our MLS and in GFBR. They are in Fairbanks, maybe selling real estate, but they're operating off of the Anchorage yeah. database. Yeah. And so but if you ever get realtors. that one listing where your clients like, they could be, but they don't have to be. Yeah. Um, hmm. In Anchorage, you don't have to be a realtor. And oh, so okay. the problem that we often see is, you know, I get a client that sends me a house and says, I really want to look at 123 ABC Street. And I was like, great, let's go look at it. Can't find any data on it. And the problem is it makes us look like idiots because there's literally a house for sale in our area, in our hood, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and then all of a sudden, we, we have no data on it because that data is put on the Anchorage database, not the Fairbanks database. So the only thing I can see is the same thing they can see, which is Zillow mm -hmm. or homes.com or whatever website you decide to, to, to visit. So that's kind of the problem is, you know, it, it waters down the services we're trying to provide because it's not the clear cooperation standard that we have within the MLS that we have here. Yeah. Can we explain the MLS? We've said that a few times. Yeah, yeah. MLS. A lot of people don't know us because they think, uh, you know, we independently put things on Zillow and all these different websites and we're just sitting there all day long nugging these things out. The MLS is the multi, uh, multiple listing services. So think about it like back in the day, there was a, a catalog in every single brokerage. And if you wanted to go buy a house, you go to Remax and you look at their catalog. <laughs> then you go to Summers and Associates, look at their catalog, and then you come to mine and then you finally buy a house. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Subtle play. <laughs> Self promotion. Uh, so. What happened, uh, this was back in the 80s actually, is they all got together somewhere at NAR and said, you know what, let's just create a multiple listing service, but it was still a catalog. It was just a catalog that had everybody's houses in it. And so you could subscribe to this thing, and instead of uh, you know having to go over to here, to there, to there, you could get all of the listings in one catalog, and it was nice. Um, then we quit killing trees, moved to the internet, and uh, you know technology and AI took over, and now we have this database that goes back about 10, 12 years now, um, definitely uh, detailed information going back seven, and that is just our our livelihood. I mean, we live on that database, we, we operate off it. That's where we compare your houses to past sales so we can figure out how much it costs. That's where we look up uh, statistics and analysis numbers that we need to, to, to provide our clients with information. Yeah, and there's different types of MLSs too. So like in Fairbanks, like 35,000 of them, I think, yeah. in the United States. Yeah, and they're all owned differently. Yep. So like the reason that in Interior Alaska, we can hold ourselves to only allowing it to be realtors who have access to it is because we're board owned. That's not necessarily the case with like Alaska MLS and the Anchorage Board of Realtors and stuff like that. Everybody, mm -hmm. the ownership is different and then they can allow different types of people and people that have different licenses to have access to the MLS. So I don't know if this is the format to air my grievance, but <laughs> our MLS, 
I don't know if there's somebody who's going to take this personally. If, if anybody forgot, Blake is uh, from Alaska, but he really cut his chops in uh, Arkansas. Yeah, so, so I've, I've used five different MLS systems. Yeah. This is by far the worst I've ever used. Interesting. Yeah. It worst is or most the, dated? And what clunkiest. makes it worse versus... Like, if you... Here's my big example. If you mm-hmm. search in the search bar for, like, an address, we'll say... And you don't quite remember the number, so you mm-hmm. put in Main Street. It should not pull up expired listings from 10 years ago first. It should be the active listings pending. Correct. Like, things like... And that's just, like, like, a minor thing, but the way the search function out, like, everything... It, it feels I don't think like it's something a very from smart MLS, for sure. 15 yeah, years ago. We type ago. something in, and I want to type in 25th <clears throat> Avenue... And because Riley decided to spell out 25th and mm-hmm. I'm lazy and I put 2-5, right. like, it, it makes it more difficult to, like, which one is it? Is it 25th? And these are, like, minor things because the, the MLS, I believe, has all the functionality you need, but using the functionality takes a little bit longer. Sure. And, like, yeah. when you try to do, like, a CRM on there or a CMA on there, oh. the CMAs come out, like, a 1980s PowerPoint. I know. You know? It's, so it's, like, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> really I don't even want to be like, well, here's my analysis client. Like, yeah. no, I'm, like, I'm going to go and Flex hop on Canva favorite. and redo my own yeah. and make it this nice presentation or something like yeah. that. Flex MLS is great. Uh, we get run by a company called Black Knight and Paragon. It, it, they're not bad. Uh, i got to support them because they're – veteran owns so well i like that part but it's what it is come I'd on probably guys this about isn't dos upgrade your system <laughs> if you're the owner of black knight rah rah west point they're get definitely their 20- listening to us <laughs> i know they are yeah. yeah they've been listening to us for a long time <laughs> yes wondering. they're, they're, they're actually the all first of our listeners are just the NSA, so. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for nick to say another conspiracy theory <laughs> so moving on we now know the gfpr is basically a collection of realtors um with access to the mls there um, so I don't do they have any real power? Like what what what's the day in day out of GFPR? What is it? Is it is it a government organization? Is mm-hmm. it uh, is it an outreach program? A charity? Like we we've identified what it is, but what does it do? Sure. So first of all, we I don't want to say govern our well, members. You're president though. So. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't want to be like. <clears throat> Fuck Joe so, Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That might be our first bleep. On there, the show. We, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People can fill in the blanks. Um, hey, interest rates were lower. That's all I gotta say. Amen. Uh, God, I miss those days. Me too. Can you remember two point seven five interest rates? Yeah. I used to complain back then too. I'm like, oh my god, everybody wants to buy a house. I'm so busy. Yeah. Can I just slow down? Now we're eight. How dare you say and I'm that? Like, I want to go back and punch myself. Can we pause for, for this real quick? Because I was just looking at this, the market right now. So yeah, we do. We have definitely slowed down. I think there's no denying that. However, as someone who sold in a market where if I sold a listing in 45 days, I was really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is still like we are still seeing multiple offer situations, which I never mm-hmm. saw for like three years. There was no like, oh, I have another offer coming in. I'd be like, what do you mean you have another offer coming mm-hmm. in? Um, so we're still like, and it's really weird where some price ranges are still getting uh, outsized attention, we'll say. Um, but then other ranges, you're like, feel like you're dropping your... I, I love how we're on. a bunch of young bucks. I'm about to throw like a little throwback here, but yeah. you guys can remember back to 2019. Uh-huh. Where I think I was the only one in this room that was a realtor back then. I think mm, you started in yeah. 2020. You were in, you were in Arkansas. 17, yeah. Yeah, so in 2019, the average time on market for a listing was 47 days. Mm-hmm. Now, the average home price was lower and the interest rate was in the fours, but we forget that so much. Everybody goes back to 2% interest rates. We've never had a 2% until covid mm-hmm. and we will never have it again but Hopefully. every single day i hear i want to wait till the interest rates go back to two percent i know can't believe you know back in the you know housing used to be so much cheaper 
And we all forget about the Carter administration when interest rates were at 20%. And you're going to have some old timer come on my comments here in a second and say, you know, but houses only cost $65,000. Yep. Yes, but you also made twenty grand a year. You know, yeah. the like, difference now is we've had a huge inflation uh, huge of prices. Yeah, we had a huge inflation of prices, and then they stuck us with the high interest rate. So now we're at like these high prices and high interest rate, and, and people in- are making less money. Exactly, because cost of living is like, like I will. I'm not gonna go out here and prove this, but I'm gonna argue this. <laughs> I think we are per capita in a worse financial spot now than the average person during the Great Depression. And I've seen so many different people proving that with numbers and statistics and, yeah. and, and, and adjustments. I don't have that kind of a passion to actually dive into that, but I, I truly believe that I think right now we're probably one of the hardest financial crises that we've been in in American history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even not even going back to doing the deep dive, trying to find the numbers and stuff, it's all about perspective. Alaska, we're kind of in a little bubble. We feel it, we're talking to people every single day. Mm-hmm. I've heard people struggle more you know, in the last year, last six months. It's almost like every month it's getting exponentially worse. Yeah. Because earlier this summer, hey, it's stressful, but we're good. We're going to get through this. People are optimistic. And like every day now we're getting to closing tables and uh, people are willing to breach contracts and almost go into lawsuit situations Mm -hmm. because like they want to argue over pennies. Yeah. But, and to me, I'm sitting back, I'm like, we're we're arguing over a thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, your lawsuit, a retainer for your attorney is going to cost 10 times that. Yeah. Like, just let's get this done and put the $1,000 behind us, whether you lose it or gain it, whatever side you're on. But people are willing to fight tooth and nail for a couple hundred dollars right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had about a four-day early occupancy dispute recently this week because of a $5 daily allocation. Now, it's wow. going to be a month-long early occupancy. Early occupancy is when you move into a house while you're buying it before you're the owner. So you become a tenant of the seller. I have a real on my Instagram about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's, it's a good situation, but it's all stressful and complicated yep. situation, which we're not going to dive into today. But, you know, $5 a day should be nothing. You spend more. Oh, I thought the seller was unhappy. You mean the buyer oh, who was paying it? Was the unhappy? buyer. For only $5 a day? for to something. The seller agreed to something. And the buyer at the end, when the due came back, wanted to renegotiate. I think it was like $300. And if you break it down, it was $5 oh, okay. a day. Oh, and, and we're sitting there and we're like, hey, you already agreed to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to be in breach contract. Don't do it. Like, you have to close. This is all part of the agreement. Like, we're literally talking $5 a day for the time you live in the house. And by the way, they were renting it at the seller's principal interest taxes and insurance, not their future yeah. upcoming principal taxes, insurance, and interest, which means they were saving a couple hundred dollars that month. And as soon as they own the house, that bill is actually going up yep. by about ten more dollars a day mm-hmm. for their monthly mortgage. And so I'm trying to rationalize and explain in like common sense. But when people are hurting, like common sense mm-hmm. goes out the window, and it's all emotional. Yep. And that's one of the hardest parts I think about our job is we're a balance of legal, emotional, rational, mm-hmm. logical. Yeah. And we have to like have this emotional melting pot that we have to convey to people. For sure. And I think it's, I mean, as a consumer, I'm a firm believer. Um, I've bought two houses in the last three years. All real estate agents, realtors, whoever you are, has to go through this process to understand it. Because even if you're a professional, it's emotional, it's stressful, you know, it's all I the get things. emotional on behalf of my clients. Yeah, my exactly. My might be a little bit louder and aggressive. And then on top of it, they don't have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. They don't have the knowledge that a professional has where we're seeing this day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And so to have all those feelings, 
have all of this news, all of the stuff on Instagram and Facebook. Everybody's trying to educate everybody, and they all have different opinions, and, and they don't know where to sort angles, it. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm here to help you. Yes, this is my job. I make money off of it, but I don't make money if I don't help people. Yep. Uh, my reputation will not sustain the test of time if I'm not truly out for the right reasons. Exactly. Right? And there's people in this town and Anchorage and the state and all around the country that are exactly that. They probably sold a lot of properties. But because they didn't do it ethically, they're not sticking around for the long run. Yep. Okay. So my goal, and I know yours and Blake, obviously, we're, that's what we're trying to achieve. But um, it, it's so hard when you're competing against dad. When dad is like telling, whispering in their kids' ears, back when I bought a house in 1985, we didn't do this shit. Well, that was 1985. Yeah. And by the way, how many dad, how many houses have you bought? Well, I bought three. Well, kids, how many houses have you bought? Well, this is our first house. Well, I sold 500 in the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who do you think has more experience? And also, why are you hiring a professional if you're not going to take professional's advice? Yeah. I don't go to my banker and then argue, you know, interest rates. I don't go to my accountant and and argue tax write-offs. Like, I hire a professional that I respect in order to get their professional opinion to help me and make my life easier. Yeah, but that does not mean, I will point out, devil's advocate, and I know you agree with this, that does not mean blindly following the professional. Agreed, and that's betting, that's due diligence, that's researching who you use. And I'm not trying to sling any mud here, but you can put 10 realtors in front of a client and they're gonna have 10 different experiences, 10 different knowledge levels, and 10 different passion levels too, because Mm -hmm. you got realtors that are super knowledgeable but lack the passion. Some of them that have all the passion in the world but just feel a little ditzy and don't know what they're doing yet. Um, And then you got a combination of everywhere in between that, and and so you're absolutely right. People are always like, why? I'm gonna throw some big names out there now, but I hate Keller Williams because they're a big corporation company. I don't wanna use them. I'll tell you that Keller Williams versus Summers versus Summit doesn't matter. It's the agent within that organization because mm-hmm. it's a human to human interaction. Mm-hmm. You might like the colors. You know, Summers has a great black and white color scheme. Love it. It's my color scheme, but I have to throw some blue in it to be different. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but um, you know, other than the building and the number of sales, those are all great things. But you're going to get a different experience if you hire Angie Talent, Riley Bodyfeld, Andy yeah. Ornelas, or Ashley Bouchard, yeah. right? All four of you work in the same company, but do you all four have the same mannerisms and, and personalities and client customer service? Nope. No. So quit talking about the companies and talk about the individuals. Do your due diligence and research when you hire <laughs> Back to Riley. Back so, to me. <laughs> yeah, Back to you. yeah, Nick, you're talking too much. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> to, yeah, it's your podcast. You talk as there. much as you want. <laughs> So, um, what else uh, is going on? Let's, let's talk about GFBR Smart. What what, what different um, categories are there? What, what uh, committees? What we call them? But what are some of the goals, objectives, uh, and and what does GFBR have to do with the home buyer? Like, sure. are they ever going to interact with them? Yeah. So, I mean, GFBR's entire mission is to be the voice for real estate in Interior Alaska. Uh, it's very similar mission to the Alaska Realtors, which we all subscribe to the Alaska Realtors as part of the state of Alaska and being realtors in the state. So GFBR, our goal is to not only educate, it's to interact with our community, it's to be helpful citizens. You know, we're more than just realtors. We are all active participants in this community and we wanna show that, you know, our career, we have the opportunity to provide so much more than just helping buying and selling homes. We're all veterans, we're military spouses, we are teachers, we're volunteers, we do a lot for our community. Uh, we have multiple committees throughout GFBR. 
Uh, I'm not going to go through the list of all of them, but you know, well, some of them are some of the good ones. Like, yeah. so you obviously got the board of directors. Yeah. And so if you so think that's the it, big that's one, that's the big one. That's the, the, the ones that are trying to run the subcommittees. Yeah. We'll subcommittees wise, you got forms, yep. you know, legal forms, standardized forms so that we're all working on a level playing field. Yeah. That's what I want to get Blake on next year. So Blake can help me. Uh, adjust some new forms. Yeah, bring his in eyes that out right of state now, knowledge. His eyes oh right now is like a deer in headlights. No, I would probably do that. So, a little backstory: um, Arkansas, where I came from, has the lowest amount of uh, per capita, so we don't have a big population of lawsuits uh, with real estate of any state. Um, so, number one in that, just saying. And one of the reasons is the forms are unbelievably good. Yeah. And coming here, it's like. I'm not trying to like Think throw shade or anything. You could take, take the Arkansas forms and blend them into the Alaska. Well, like let's. Yeah, make were we better. talking? We were just talking about like your inspection repair um, mm -hmm. negotiation. Uh, I have to show you the form. It's so beautiful. It's like all set up from beginning to end, including a final walkthrough. Like it's all makes sense, and there's places for people to accept um, counters <laughs> and things. So, anyways, um, that's why you say that. But seriously, um, yeah. I would love to. Avoid that. that probably, or improve. No, I would love to improve our contracts. Yeah, well, and again, I'm no attorney, so they'll probably well, look they, at me and say, "There's the reason we don't do that." But yeah. the form is just a bunch of realtors that get together and make these adjustments that we complain exactly. about. Yeah, I mean, we just revamped our entire purchase agreement that's yeah. going to go live this coming month yep. here, about two weeks. Yeah, yeah. so I uh, got to teach some classes on all the changes and modifications on that. Um, so that's forms. Um, we're <laughs> going to start with the boring <laughs> ones and move up from there. Uh, the next one would be MLS. Uh, I'm actually on that one. I was a chair last year. Uh, I'm the uh, second up this year. Um, and uh, that is a great committee that basically just regulates policies and procedures, how we as an organization interact with each other. Yep. Um, you know, uh, and some things that, you know, recently we put into place, uh, you know, you can't advertise it coming soon for like 99 days. You know, it's one business day before you go live. Uh, we have advertising criteria, photography criteria, just because we want to avoid any kind of misrepresentation of properties. Yeah. I mean, you guys have rules. You set rules, rules. and you are also the ones that are kind of policing that right. and enforcing it, having that conversation when those rules are getting broken. Correct. And then we have fines and we, we regulate how much those fines are and yeah. who's in violation of them and, and all the, that stuff. those so. rules, just so people know, are for the benefit of the public. So like a right. coming soon that you just, as an example, um, it can be pretty frustrating for an agent who is getting a call about a house. I just saw the sign out there and you're not seeing it in the MLS and it's yeah. been three days and, and you're still not seeing it. it yeah. We used to get phone calls about this magical mystery property that everybody was interested in because they drive by and they see the ads on Facebook and all this stuff. Yeah. And, and really it's it's the listing agent holding on to it for yep. a certain amount of time for XYZ reasons. It could be, it could be trying to self sell it. It could be to uh, get some more lead generation off of it. Mm -hmm. It could be just because the seller is not ready with their paperwork yet and that realtor pushed the button too soon. Yeah. But because of the gray area that it created, we wanted to standardize yep. it across the board. Yeah. yeah. Um, for the benefit of the public. Yeah. 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 And our again, members how too. How frustrated, you yeah. know, Riley, yeah. would you be if you want to buy this house and Blake is saying coming soon, coming soon, coming soon, none of our clients get to see it. Your client wants to buy it and Blake's over here showing it to all of his clients. Yeah. yeah. Now, in reality, he can still do that without the sign because you know there's a gray area there. You can you know Verbalize. you can un you can sell anything that's not on the MLS. You know you don't have to put it on the MLS, but you can also just can't be a part of the membership and publicly broadcast it, yeah. and then prevent it from going on the MLS. And then there's a bunch of things that fall under the code of ethics with that too. Correct. You know, mm -hmm. so 
So that's that. Um, that's those a, are the two. Two, um, two kind of like functional. Commercials. Yeah, and I feel like those are more MLS board focused. And then we have things like community outreach that's committee. That's the fun one. And um, also one of my favorites, policy and procedure. We're also going through and updating all of our <laughs> policy and procedure. I thought Nick was being like exceedingly rude. I was like, I cannot believe how loud he is yelling right now. Um, so, I mean, there's ones that are more board focused, more MLS focused, and then we have ones that are more community focused. So, um, Mackenzie Burgess is the chair of the community outreach. She's been doing a really cool. great job yeah. this year. She's done a lot of events um, and more Let's to come next year. What, did, what does she do? Like, what kind of, what, what do we yeah. do for the community? Like, I remember uh, we did the soup kitchen a few years ago. We do every holiday there's something. We do a trunk retreat pretty much every year uh, yeah. for kids. What, what are some? We some have a whole calendar mm-hmm. actually out if you would read your emails. Let me just pull it up real quick and go through our events. Listen, when I asked what an MLS was, I didn't know. It's because I knew. <laughs> so. Just kidding. Uh, my lips bleeding because I'm biting it so much. Oh, my gosh. Nick reads You're just going to have to edit out this very long pause. <laughs> no what are they called? Um, newsletters. Everyone else's phone's on airplane mode right now. I just want to put that up. Oh, Actually, yikes. I Mine Good buzzed the seat a few minutes ago. <laughs> Mine's on silent, I promise. Yeah, it's good enough for us. So, um... Yeah, plenty of great events on that one. Uh, we'll get to that calendar here in just a second when Riley finds her email. Um, but there's other ones, and we got new ones coming too, which is great. Uh, next year, we're hoping to launch, not launch and start, but relaunch our military outreach program. So it's, yeah. it's like community outreach, but with a little yeah. bit more of a focus towards the military. And that's two, uh, for two reasons. One, to pull them in, right? Because let's all be honest, Fort Wainwright and Isleson Air Force Base are kind of like their own little bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people that have been here for three years that have only been off base for very limited activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, becomes its own sub ecosystem, if you will. And so we want to pull them out and understand like what's the housing situation? Why you know are there enough units on base for housing? Are there enough rentals off base? What does the purchase you know BAH and COLA and how that integrates into the ability to afford a house? And you know we do surveys every year within the military, but the people being surveyed don't have the data to answer the survey correctly. Like how are they going to complain about cost of living? when they forfeit their cost of living to live on base and they're not getting the extra bonuses. And when the cost of living doesn't allow you to live off base because the average rent is more than the housing allowance that's allotted, you know, it, the numbers start getting skewed pretty dramatically. And so the, the military outreach uh, committee is gonna be trying to sync these things up just so the military has the data on what's really happening right outside its front gates. Yeah, and th- I mean, that's so important. We have two military bases here. We want all of these people that are moving to Alaska, which is already a crazy move for most people. That's so expensive far away. Far. It's expensive, mm-hmm. it's far, it's Culture like a whole, time. yeah, it's a whole thing. And so on top of it, throwing in education about the real estate market on top of that, like where am I going to live? How am I gonna live on base? Is there a place for me to live on base? Is there a place for me to live off base? Super important, and, and, and that just ties about, in with like being the, the voice. Yeah. yeah, when you hear about it, you just hear like, oh my God, housing shortage. There's no on-base units, you know, you can't bring your dogs, like all that stuff. All of that's false. Yeah. I know right now there are rentals available. There's plenty of inventory to purchase. There's on-base housing both in Isleson and Fort Wayne right, right now if you qualify. And there are some restrictions. Think of it like an HOA when you do live on base. So yes, you can't have 17 dogs and live on base. What but, did you do when they told you to get rid of your dog? 
Uh, I didn't. I never. I was an officer, so I was never afforded on base housing. So you single officers out there, yeah. I thought you had a, an emotional support animal there for a while. Was no. that not? No, that wasn't no. you. Okay, no. I must be thinking of a different story. A couple of my tenants <laughs> tried to pull that crap. Oh. Yeah, it's funny how they move in, and all of a sudden, magically, a month later, they have an emotional support bird. And I'm like, I would have really liked to talk to your therapist about how this bird makes you feel any better. <laughs> You're just mad because I said no pets when you moved in. Yeah. Well, back to the community outreach. <laughs> oh, we don't want to talk about fraud anymore. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll avoid the fraud. Then. It's mostly the bird thing. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, it's just when you sign a contract, you should uphold your end of the contract, in my opinion. I know. You're such a stickler for the uh, rules. Yeah. You and your contracts. <laughs> uh, <so> the, <laughs> the whole world is ran by our contract. <laughs> just no. kidding. I am also a fan of contracts, just to Policies clarify. Policies and procedures. You're yeah. all right. No. I know. Well, it's not a contract. It's just the policy and procedures just the, the rules yeah just yeah. The rules, right? yeah so our community outreach we have a whole calendar um the, the main one that i've loved so far this year is the blood drive i don't know if you guys participated um i wasn't a big uh, donator of blood before i met my husband luke he got me into it then Mackenzie put on this blood drive we had really great um participation in it and then it was really cool to see we're still getting calls from the blood bank that are like, there's people coming by because of your guys's blood drive. Like they're talking about it still. So that was really cool. Uh, you know, summertime, we all get busy. We're all Alaskans. We're out camping. We haven't done so much this summer, but going into the fall and into the wintertime, there's been quite a few things. They just hosted a CPR training at Venue last weekend uh there's a goal to feed our first responders in october and then in november there's the annual food drive a little brokerage to brokerage competition within gfbr and hopefully we get lots of turkeys brought in and then in december is the santa's helpers uh food drive and gift drive which is always a special one i know that one's really near and dear to kenzie's heart so when it gets closer to that you guys should definitely have her absolutely come yeah. chat about it mm -hmm. Yeah, we always ask you at the end of the episode, is there anybody else we should bring on? So yeah, thank you. We already got, the guy, got a first phone call for the next one. So um, GFBR, what else can we talk about? I mean, uh, we just repaved the, the driveway. Bill Johnson. <laughs> it's a big day. We got it done. <laughs> Line's yeah, coming soon. Insider joke there, but we've, we've been talking about paving this parking lot for since yeah. I started. So five years now. Yeah finally got around to it and i'm on a mission to change the sign to our actual logo right what yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable. Uh, did you know that that's not our logo <laughs> nope yeah that's first time we had a new upon a time where it was yeah. yeah we just have an updated one so we're gonna get that sign changed out um i guess on the gfbr note i mean as f everybody has a different initiative going into their presidency yeah what's whether, your what's your mission statement what's your what's your goal here i don't know that i have what's a mission outcome? statement but I mean, the main goal and focus is just more member engagement. I think we have some really brilliant minds in our industry. We have somebody that we can, we have so many people that can bring so many different things to the table and we just need their involvement. I think it starts with just educating them on what they're a part of, what they're paying membership dues to, and then getting them in, on, in these rooms and, you know, helping GFBR and helping the community. And participating that is something cool that once i started getting involved with gfbr and it wasn't just me writing a contract to this other agent but yeah. actually like interacting with people a little bit differently than just like my buyer your seller i we have so and you hit the nail head so many different aspects right we have contractors turned realtors yep. we have educators turned realtors 
We have young people and old people. We have 50-year veterans. We have, you know, We have rookies. people from Arkansas turned Alaskans. from Arkansas, right? <laughs> uh, from many different states, because we have a lot of military spouse yeah. realtors that are from all over the place bringing experiences from there. We got people that do a lot, people that do a little, people that specialize in land and commercial. And so when I first started, I was like, oh, great, a bunch of realtors. It's like a bunch of bankers or a bunch of stockbrokers or whatever industry you want to think of. Like, they're all kind of the same, same background. Yeah. But we're really not, like, I mean... Comparing Doug Welton, Gene Duvall, uh, Angie Talent, and Zeb Maybe, right? Like four completely different ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And and so you really do like. And have you seen Zeb in a pair of Levi's? Or have Jesus. I take every opportunity but, to um, inflate his ego. <laughs> the, so, so the great thing is, like, you really can't find a like-minded individual, right? If you are a Army veteran and you want to work with an Army veteran because you feel like you all speak the same lingo, you can find somebody here that is like that. If you're a uh, social media following uh, individual that just you know, loves that interaction, you know, where you're with your realtor, but you also get to interact with them outside of real estate. We got people that, that specialize in that. If if you want somebody who just specializes in multifamily housing, like an investor style kind of person, we got that as well. So you really can find the right match for you here. And, 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 and again, not bad mouthing anybody, but like not every square fits in a round peg. Yeah. And so you can find some really cool realtors here. And GFBR, that's what they're for. Um, I don't know how they would handle this, but I mean, if you really don't know where to start, you can call the Greater Fairbanks Board of Realtors and ask them, hey, I would like to find a realtor that's X, Y, and Z, yeah. uh, and they can help you there. Reviews are always great. Um, reviews are client feedback. Yeah. But, um, Riley, if, if somebody was looking for a realtor without self-promoting, because I'm trying really hard not to do that myself, uh, how how would you go about, like, what are your methods, you know, that you think people should use sure. to, to find a realtor? I mean, I feel like if I was a consumer, the first thing I'm going to do is Google somebody's name. I feel like that's the first thing you do or you look them up on social media. But that's, I mean, I started in 2020. I'm 26 years old. That's kind of what I've done my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really good to note that GFBR has two full-time staffers. We have an association executive and her assistant, Elaine. Our association executive currently is Shar, and Elaine is her assistant. So you can call the GFBR office. You're probably going to get Elaine. You can ask them questions, and they're going to know exactly where to direct you. And that's for realtors and for the public. That's for anybody. That is a resource to you. Their job is to be one. Exactly. Shar's more hours in order to help us, you know, run the business. But Elaine is is the customer service face of realtors in Fairbanks. Yeah. So not Summers, not Summit, not, not not Keller Williams, but but realtors, real estate in Fairbanks specifically. Yeah, so especially if you want to keep it, if you want to take away a bias and you, you really just want a question mm-hmm. answered or if you need to, uh, advice on where to find this answer, I would always recommend calling that office. I think it's a great resource for the public and for realtors. Um, and just back to like the realtor engagement and membership engagement and people getting involved with the board, um, I think that there's so many benefits to it, to you for your business and for your relationships in the real estate industry. I mean, I'm a big believer in learning from the people before you. There's no reason that we have to reinvent the wheel most of the time. Uh, And so you're building these insane connections with these industry professionals that have been in it for 20 years, 30 years. I mean, I've worked under Angie Talent. I've learned so much from Jean Duvall. These are all people that have volunteered. And yes, 
everybody's so different, but when you're volunteering for the board, at some point or another, we're all going to agree that we're doing it for the membership and for the public. We're not paid for it. We're not, we're it not is, paid. We're volunteers. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it takes a lot of time. I mean, uh, presidency alone is a full-time job. Yeah. Um, you know, being a chair of a committee is a couple hours a month that you have to donate, and that's just the in-person time. That's not the behind-the-scenes where we have to do the research for whatever yeah. task that we're working exactly. on. Exactly. So, so it is a it is a time commitment. It is a giving, sacrificing a little bit of yourself to to be a part of. But you know, I think the reward is definitely worth the yeah. the work you put into it. And I just think that so. To answer your question, I just want to educate all of our members and the public about GFBR. I want more membership engagement. I want more people's brains involved in our board because I think that's only going to make it better, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's one thing if I could, you know, ask my president to do anything for me is, is exactly what you're kind of hitting on there is is we all are kind of force is the wrong word, but we, we've cooperatively agreed to be a part of this thing. Mm-hmm. But we still have outliers that try to distance themselves as much as possible from it. And if we can find a way to rodeo everybody a little bit closer, not everybody needs to be on a committee and be like an active member giving up their time, but involved. Uh, communicates with the committees, you know, gives that feedback, and we <coughs> use that human capital, which is brain power, uh, to make it better. And once the road is paved, you know, we don't have to go back and recreate the wheel. So a lot of these things are just, you know, changing policies, procedures because of technology, because the world around us is changing and we're just trying to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah. so it's pretty cool. I think realtors uh, or real estate agents in general are, you know, independent contractors, independent people. And I think that's always been the issue <laughs> with any, any individual. Board. Yeah, yeah, is it's very much and like we're, we're yeah, we don't like to be told where to be. Uh, you know, we want to do our own thing, and so yeah, it's like herding cats. I think for sure. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, it's also one of the fields where we are working with each other over and over and over again, and that's something I've kind of missed from my my old market is which is much uh, a small rural town and everything was much more in person and then now as we all know and this is everywhere probably since covid like most agents don't work from their office anymore they're working from home so there's a lot more separation of agents i've been here about three years coming up on that at least and most agents like i wouldn't know if i walked right by them you know Mm -hmm. i've I've talked on the phone with them you know whatever a dozen times you know so um that's a personal thing for me i want to like be more connected because again you're you're just working with these people over and over and over again it's good to yeah you can learn a lot and you know make a lot smoother process for it as well yeah and our industry is stronger with that you know we're stronger together it's very individual it's very easy to get your head stuck in the dirt going through your day-to-day transactions and everything like that but really our industry benefits from all of us collaborating Mm -hmm. and that's the one thing i really like is you know so a lot of people think we're all competition or enemies or you know Mm -hmm. it's, it's really not like that you know i can call almost any realtor in this market and ask them a question yeah hey gene i need help with these forms hey zev can you look at how i priced my house hey blake can you make sure i spell my name correctly <laughs> um you know and people are willing to help you yeah you didn't nick ends with a c and i see it's not how you spell nick <laughs> i'm just it saying it's nicholas <laughs> why would i add a letter if i'm shortening he's my gotta name? be different he's gotta Coming stand from out <laughs> yeah. well still um siri will not call nick williams no yeah it'll say i don't see that in your contacts it's like you gotta be freaking kidding me <laughs> you what can't do you have to pronounce out. i can't even imagine how does she pronounce it oh yeah i don't know i've never figured it out i just have to go through and, and find him yeah because yeah. i'm like hey call nick williams <laughs> i don't see that in your contact right. just spell my name wrong yeah. so you can call me i know i know add a k to bothers it. Me, though. Hurt my feelings. yeah anyway so riley on you 
and your business and everything you've got going on, what would you, now's your like self-promotion time, so we've been keeping off of it a little bit, but uh, if people want to find you, or this, I hate to even say this, to buy a house. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously, uh, anything about you, what, where would you direct Where can them? people find you? <clears throat> what uh, exciting sure. news do you want to share? What, what promotions do you have? By the way, she will price your home for free if you call her. Yeah, just like everybody, uh, like every, every other, other realtor. realtor. I'm trying to throw a coupon out here for you. <laughs> just like every other realtor yeah. here. Um, it, I mean, if you want to track me down, my main point of contact or way that you can see what I'm up to is Instagram. I think everybody knows that. I'm. I feel like. I feel we'll talk like. Social media for a few minutes. Let's talk social right, media. We're, we're I just love social media. Yeah. We're gonna talk social media. Because Riley, I would say you're top five in Fairbanks as far as realtor like as far as content put out on who, social media yeah, type thing who who, who who would be better who, who, better, yeah. <laughs> who better like you're on right like you put out more content than anybody else and I think the other gals in your office do too I mean you guys put out a lot of content um and it's not just cookie cutter posters and flyers it's it's mm-hmm. it's TikToks and reels so how does that look how's your day-to-day looking with with content creation my day-to-day my day-to-day god i wish i should just share con wow share screenshots of my calendar Mm -hmm. every day and be like this is what i'm doing Mm -hmm. um content and instagram and social media started for me because i was a new agent in 2020 where everything was that shit crazy you know um and i needed to figure out a way to stand out from everybody else that was in fairbanks that was experienced and what better way to do that when i was learning i was just sharing what i was learning with people that were also learning about the real estate market um and that's really where it all started and that's what it has been and always will be for me is just education and i think that's why i really love social media because i'm just telling the people what i'm doing i'm just telling people what i know and i'm trying to figure out a way to help them on a in a way that i know isn't super overwhelming and i know that they're gonna hopefully listen and if they want to you know so that's how it all started it was like my way to figure out how i provide something of value to my clients and to prospective buyers and sellers i love and hate social media oh. it's like a double-edged sword yeah i yeah. love everything you just said like i get to share my life and my behind the scenes with my clients um i become a little bit more relatable through social media mm-hmm. but it exhausts me yeah i Nick. mean keeping up with trends editing the videos taking <clears throat> the content uh believe it or not i'm not that smooth i have to take five or six takes before i find a usable one right sure. and that just eats up so much time and how do you handle that? How do you handle all of your obligations? Mm-hmm. Plus growing a human inside of you, plus <laughs> buying a property, plus growing a team, yeah. plus trying to satisfy your bosses because you know, you're in a brokerage as well. Yeah. While being a president of GFBR and still making content and working for I your I mean, clients. don't get it twisted. I cry like a lot. <laughs> Ask anybody involved in my life. It's been before I took on all of these things, but like I'm an emotional person, but I feel very lucky because social media does come easy to me. I grew up in an age where, like, I can look at a computer. You can tell me what's wrong with the computer, and I can fix it in about two seconds, especially if it's Apple. You know, like, it just comes easy to me. Uh, I did at one point fall 
to the overwhelmness of like trying to find the trending audios and doing the trending things. And honestly, as soon as I was like, you know what, it's not worth my time yeah, to do I'm that. Not I'm not to trying to go viral. Influencer. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to make money off of social media. I want to provide value to my clients. Exactly. Media. So it's all it's really a mindset thing, first and foremost. If you're just chasing the followers or you're getting overwhelmed with the trending audios and stuff like that, take a step back and ask yourself why you're really doing it. You're not doing it to go viral. You don't need 10,000 followers. You're doing it to provide value, whether that's the value of getting... Yeah, 10 million, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, a thousand even. Like, it goes big. I mean, my real estate page doesn't even have a thousand followers, I don't think. So, like, and I, that is my main source of business is social media. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like social I, media is like an interactive business card. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of funny <laughs> um, that, like, I'm 30, so I'm four years older than you. And I was just thinking, like, you're saying, like, I've grown up in this. Yeah, and, and four years younger Older than you. Than, yeah. yeah, so it's like four, so four, right four. You're right in the middle. Yep. But <clears throat> in that four years, so when I was a freshman in high school, the iPhone had just come out. Mm-hmm. And so not everybody had that. And so maybe when you were a freshman, and, and not that exact, but it's like, okay, now it's been four years and most people have smartphones. Because I didn't even, like, have Facebook. For... I had a Facebook when I was a senior in high school, and I had a flip phone in college. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what I know so funny is I was not even allowed to have a Facebook until... I think maybe my sophomore year of high school. So it's not like I haven't been on social media since I was like in middle school, but I've been, I'm very like involved with technology. I think my whole generation is. um, You have to be. Yeah. Where's the cutoff generation is going to be called the indoor generation. You're millennial. I don't know if I'm a millennial. I'm 1997. That's your next year, Gen Z. Uh, I think I'm at the end of the millennial. Millennial is like 81 to 92 or something. I think 97s were just like in a weird spot. Like I remember, like like early Gen Zers. Yeah, but we would like to be millennials because like Gen Z just is. Because you still have the 90s. Yeah. They always make you feel that way. Millennials were. I mean, it's even still. Up. Well, now we're all like 30s. We're like, the millennials are 30 to 40-year-old now. I talk about and, millennials. Yeah, what are they now? What's yeah. being born now? What is my kid going to be? Oh, uh, your kid's going to be Like XYZ? Uh, yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Just, just confused. My yeah. kid gets no phone until they're like, I have told I my wife, I will only pay for a flip phone. And if they get their own job and they want to have their own smartphone, they'll buy it themselves, you know? And I don't even know if I'd allow it then. <laughs> it's just like, that's what's, that's you my issue. You say that until your daughter wants to go play at her friend's house and you want to have a tracker on her. I know. You know, it's those other, it's, there, there's perks and, and minuses on phones. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to make sure you can call me. But I remember as a kid going out and not having a phone and being gone until 11 o'clock. My mom didn't know where I was yeah. until I walked back in the door. Yeah. And she never panicked. We never had an Amber Alert, yep. uh, yeah. you know? And, and I would be miles from home. I mean, yeah. I would get on that bike with my friends and, we're gone. in Europe too. Like I'm in Germany, two yeah. towns over, yeah. and yeah, it, yeah, life was different then. Well, that's my issue with social media, though, is mm-hmm. for all the positives. And I feel like I keep making this a negative podcast. I'm a very cheery person overall. <laughs> like just <laughs> over here today. in his corner, he's like, "I'm not trying to be negative, but here but I go." It's like, yeah, I, I hear people like um, young kids getting phones, and I'm just, I, I even said this. I'm like, "You're going, you're doing the wrong thing." It's like I feel like I'm a slave to my phone, and I, I just could, wish I could get rid of it. I, you know, and, and hard and to things, get a hold of in the weekend because I try to throw things away. I know, I know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a reasonable way to have a flip phone and being a real estate agent. I don't know that there is I that. Let me know when you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I I even thought, like, getting a Garmin in my car. I was like, all right, well, that takes care of the maps because I really like having maps. And then, you know, just doing the phones. You can still text with the T9, you know. But uh, anyways, I I do, however, love social media on the other hand where it's like, okay, I'm putting in a fence right now, big part of my life. 
and I would have never done that probably if I hadn't have YouTube and, and many projects or you know so mm -hmm. there's definitely pauses and learning about real estate and things like sure. that so it's always you know my big thing is uh, there are certain things in real estate that I say almost every single day like mm -hmm. I repeat like I feel like a robot mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what I love is that I can now produce a video to summarize that edit it over and over again until I feel like it's perfect yeah and then my clients can get that yep. yeah. and so it's like hey I understand you want me to explain this to you but I already did Here, here's this thing <laughs> yeah if you have any questions after watching this then let's talk but this is my perfected version or I can ramble for 20 minutes about it and have, give you the unrefined, not pretty version of it. Sure. Yeah. And so you can really refine your practices and make really quality products and share it with the entire world. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's like a creative outlet for me too. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm a pretty creative person. I don't have time for arts and crafts these days, so. That is your collage. You kind of, yeah, or just like, I mean, I love my life too and I want, I want to share it with people and that's how I got started on Instagram. Uh, just like sharing, I mean, I'm a hunter, I'm a fisherman, I did all of these things. Like before I was even in real estate, I was promoting Fairbanks just through my Instagram for people that were moving up here, for people that I was meeting through Luke's work that were moving up to Alaska for the first time. So it was, it's a good way for me to be creative. I was a photographer for a couple years before I was uh, in real estate. And so it kind of just all flows over for me into making it a little bit easier for me to be on social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am um, just thinking about how great Fairbanks is. I've said so many times, I was just talking to another client. I love that it gets 40 below here. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you look at all these towns through the U.S., like Bozeman, you hear about, and these like great places that just get overrun with people and it changes what the place is. And it's like, Fairbanks, I think we're pretty safe. Hopefully, we'll see. I mean, it's I such an it awesome place here. I think it takes a special type of person to live here. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, because yeah, we've, you know, our population has maintained for a long time like it doesn't really grow much maybe one percent a year thousand for a really long time because nice. we have the same coming in as going out and we actually have a big fluctuation every year we because mm -hmm. of the military that we have here right we got about a 10 percent exit rate every every year yeah we have and a lot of turnover 10 percent of our population ten thousand people a year leave fairbanks yep but somewhere between eight and 15,000 come in every year too. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of seasonal workers in the summer, so our population is always changing and we're bringing in these new new things. But once you're here, it's like it's like a stew pot, right? Mm -hmm. We all taste the same after a while. Yeah. We're all <laughs> blended together. Got our, you can throw more cumin in there, but it's still gonna taste the same. Sweaty socks. Sweaty socks more from salt. your cross-country skiing boots. Mm. <laughs> mm. Smells like a baked Arctic entryway. Mm. Yeah, keep it going, Nick. <laughs> How long can you make this metaphor go? It's a, it's a, it's a damp call. <laughs> oh, no. It's a frozen attic space. Oh, it's no. A, it's a marshy septic system. It's, it's a clogged up leach field. It's a, how much longer do you want me to go, Blake? As long as you want. How much longer do we have left on this recording? Uh, I think we're good. <laughs> Riley, now we'll let you promote yourself and we'll wrap this up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Riley, take us out. Riley Bodyfell, I am a realtor at Summer Sotheby's International Realty and the president-elect for the Greater Fairbanks Board of Realtors. If you need to contact me, find my Instagram, Riley Bodyfell or Riley the Realtor, and my phone number's all over the place. Google me. There you go. <laughs> Thanks and, for having me. Um, we'll be standing by for the uh, baby shower invitations. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're coming. podcast, go ahead and drop your email in the comments below, and we'll make sure you get an invite, too. Yeah, your home address really as well. Really putting her, yeah. <laughs> 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 what a free evaluation. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah.